Welcome to the Inspired by Her podcast with me, your host, Zoe Richmond. I'm going to be chatting to some of the most inspiring and amazing women in business about all things life, business, money, and mindset. We're going to be sharing our secrets to inspire you on your journey to success. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. I am so excited to have you listening this week. I'm back inside my walk-in wardrobe, um, which I think someone's done some rearranging in because there is not as much space as there was last time I was in here. But this week um, is a little bit interesting, the topic that I want to share with you, because it's something that doesn't get spoken about anywhere near enough and it is a little bit uncomfortable and um, what I want to talk about is failure. So we tend to um, see everyone celebrating their successes and their wins everywhere, you know, it's plastered all over social media, which is incredible and I'm always, always, always so happy for these people and celebrating their ride alongside them. But when things aren't quite going the same way in my business, I do tend to get a little bit down in the dumps and it's hard not to stop and think, geez, when is it going to be my turn and what the hell am I doing wrong? Why can't I be celebrating success like this as well? But what I've realized is that everyone has failures and some people have some big failures, but they just don't get shared quite so often. So I thought today would be the perfect opportunity to share with you my failures um, because I haven't been in business for that long and I set myself a goal last month, which was very small. Um, Like I said, I haven't been in business for that long, so I'm not sort of looking at um, breaking into five-figure months or anything spectacular at the moment. They're certainly on my vision board and I'm working towards those, but um, I'm also quite realistic in what I can achieve given that I've only um, got, you know, quite a small number of offers or services out there and, and I haven't been in business for all that long. So I set myself two goals for the month of June and they were quite small and I didn't achieve either of them and it left me in such a funk. I was feeling so down in the dumps about not being able to achieve these two small goals and I kept wondering what the hell I was doing wrong. So I set my goals for for June and I launched my membership um, which some of you may have seen and I was thinking this was going to be spectacular. And while I have welcomed in the most amazing bunch of women into the Money Queen Club and we're having a blast and it is, there's so much value being delivered in there, I still didn't hit my very small goal. And I was quite devastated, to be honest. I started crunching numbers and, you know, wondering what the hell was going on. And then I started questioning how I was ever going to make money in my business. If I couldn't launch this this one thing and make it a success, then how was I ever going to make, you know, five-figure months? So I pretty much sent myself into this spiral of stress and worry and doubt, um, which I'm sure a lot of you can relate to. And um, I was just feeling like a failure, basically. So I've been working so hard in my business to be able to create the income and the impact that I really want to achieve 
and I wasn't making it happen. So I kept asking myself how the hell I was meant to be helping women achieve greatness in their businesses if I'm not achieving it in my own. So this funk went on for a little bit too long, if you ask me. It went on for over a week. I was miserable and cranky. Um, sorry to my husband and my kids about that. Um, and I can I just say that a few months ago, I probably would have been pushing these emotions away and keeping myself super busy with you know all sorts of other things that probably weren't um, weren't the best things to you know keeping myself really busy. But um, one thing I've learned from my coach and mentor is to sit with these feelings for a while and just feel them, um, which is so uncomfortable and goes against absolutely everything that I have um, been taught growing up. But you know what? After having a bit of a cry and sitting in the crankiness and the miserableness and the disappointment for a while, okay, maybe a week was a little bit too long, but I felt much better. Um, I still didn't know how I was going to solve the problem, but I realized that it was probably about time that I stepped out of my mood and got on with things. So I started to look at the situation and um, I wanted to work out what lessons I could take from this experience because I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. So I didn't achieve the things I wanted to achieve um, and I wanted to reflect on what the reason for that might have been. Um, I think that's my logical brain (laughs) telling me that I needed to have a reason. So I also believe that there's no such thing as failure, contrary to what I said earlier. There's only lessons. So it's taken me a little while to flick the switch in my brain on how to actually believe that. And I'm still 100% working on that. But um, I did look up what the definition of failure was in and in the dictionary it defines it as a lack of success and the other definition I found was it's a state or condition of not meeting a desirable or intended objective and may be viewed as the opposite of success but if failure is the lack of success or the opposite of success what is success so what I just said before about there's no such thing as failure, only lessons, can 100% be true because success is exactly what you want it to be. It's what you, success is what you decide it is. So from my whole scenario that I've just outlined above, I'm choosing to believe that I didn't fail, but I succeeded because I welcomed in a handful of ladies into my membership. I made a profit for the month, even though it wasn't a big one. And even though I fell short of what I set out to achieve for the month, I still created a lot of awesome things and I learned quite a few lessons along the way that I can now take into next month and the month after that to try and create something even better in my business. So if you're feeling like you have failed, maybe just stop and look at what what are you defining success as? Is success that you reach a particular monetary goal? And if it is, maybe you need to redefine what success means to you and then you won't perhaps feel like you have failed. So just try to flick the switch or flick the way that you're thinking about failure and success because there's always some, there's always a positive spin on things and you will find that I'm a very positive person and I do always try to find the positive in things. So I sat down and I reflected on um, the month that was which is something that I do recommend 
and I always do um, suggest to people that you sit down at that and I talk about it in monetary terms but you can do it um, on strategy level as well um, and review the month that was so sit down and have a look at your numbers and work out you know where did you fall short what what went right what went wrong blah 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 um, so I want to share with you a few things that I have learnt from not achieving my goals in June so the first one is I was way too attached to the outcome and I kept desperately telling myself that I needed to make a certain amount of money um, and this is something I have been trying to change because uh, I didn't start this business to make money, although um, it would be great. I do have, um, I have a part-time job that I'm juggling as well. So it, um, it's supplementing our income right now. So I don't need to make money, but I was telling myself I did. And um, something, another amazing thing that my <laughs> very amazing coach keeps telling us is if you do what you love, the money will come. And if you do it for the money, the money will run. So I'm trying to embed that that little saying in my mind um, because basically I want to help other women achieve great things in their business and I also want to create flexibility for myself and my family. So I shouldn't be telling myself that I have to make a particular amount of money to be considered successful. So the second thing that I learned was I don't show up consistently. I flit in and out of social media. I don't have a strategy behind what I'm doing. And we all know that consistency is absolute key to particularly social media, but um, pretty much anything, consistency is key. So that's what I realized. If I'm not feeling, you know, if I'm feeling a bit down in the dumps I or tired, I don't show up. Um, I don't pre-plan any of my social media content, which is so naughty. So there, that's something that I'm going to be working on going forward. I wasn't, third thing was I was not creating enough space for me to work on my mindset. And um, I was stuck in the hustle of getting everything done and I didn't stop and give my chances, myself a chance to rest so that I could show up with more confidence and energy. And um, that's one thing that I have realized that despite no matter how busy everything is, I really need to stop and take even if it's just half an hour or an hour to do something um, for me, whether it's journaling, meditation, um, even just sitting in the quiet and listening to some music, um, it's totally um, something that I need to, to do to be able to show up better. Um, I got caught up in the doing rather than stopping to look um, at things strategically and mindfully with my CEO hat on. So um, I'm sure a lot of you can relate. We just get caught up in the day-to-day running and we just keep going and going and going instead of stopping and actually looking and thinking, okay, what do I actually need to do to strategically move myself forward and achieve these goals? And I probably did a lot of things last month that didn't need to be done or um, could have waited. So, um, which brings me to point number five, which is I put way too much on my plate and I am a serial overcommitter. I set my expectations so high and um, and then I wonder why I don't achieve things a lot of the time. So I think I um, need to be more mindful of how many things I'm trying to achieve. And everyone keeps saying, you know, set yourself no more than three goals. Well, I think I set myself a few more than that last month. So um, I'm trying, you know, you try and do absolutely everything and you don't do 
any of it well, which is exactly where I am right now. Um, so stop and take a, a moment to think about, okay, what is the the most important thing that I need to be doing right now? That goes top of the list. And then maybe set two more not so important things. The rest of it can wait. Not even on your radar until you've accomplished those first three things. So that's certainly something that I'm going to be trying to implement a bit better. And then the last thing was, um, which I've only just realized that I didn't have a super clear vision of what I actually wanted to achieve. And this is a huge one because I was banging on about this in my masterclass the other week. And I talk about it a lot that if you don't know what you want, how can you make it happen? And so I thought I knew what I wanted. But when I sat down to really get specific about it, I actually didn't really have a clear picture. So back to the drawing board, sat down and actually redid my vision for the rest of the year. And I'm much clearer on what steps I need to take now to make these happen. So hopefully from those six lessons, maybe there's a thing or two in there that you can take and reflect on in your business that might help you to create bigger and better things because that's why I created this podcast. I really want to inspire and um, help women achieve success and sometimes that means talking about the not so comfortable things and failure is just one of those taboo topics. A bit like money, people don't like talking talking about money either. People also don't like talking about failure because it kind of has this stigma of disappointment and bad things to it. So I'm breaking that stigma and that taboo this month, um, but I reflected on my month and as you can see, I did actually kind of achieve a few things, which were, um, I did, well, a few things, I say a few things, but I created some really cool things last month and um, lo and behold, even after I did this reflection, I was still kind of miserable. So the next thing I did was I made a list of everything that I love to do and everything that makes me happy because in the hustle of trying to launch my membership, launch my podcast, run a household, keep up my part-time job, look after my kids and my husband, I did not leave any time for me. So I listed out all the things that I like to do and I've started a habit tracker to make sure that I'm doing at least three of these things each day. And they don't have to be big things if I have a lot going on, they might just be something really simple. But some of the things that um, that I like to do that make me feel good and help me with my mindset and to show up better and to, you know, be less cranky and be a better mum, uh, exercising daily, which is something I don't do enough of, journaling, meditation or hypnosis. And I feel like some of you might be eye rolling there, but um, if you haven't done hypnosis before, I would definitely recommend having a crack at it. Um, creating time for my personal development. I am a member of um, a mastermind and a couple of other paid memberships and I don't make enough time to actually work through the content and it always makes me feel better when I'm learning new things. So creating more time for that, time blocking my week so I feel more organized, making sure I go to bed half an hour earlier so I can read my book before I go to sleep, trying to go to sleep before 10 p.m., which is 
sometimes quite difficult and getting up each morning before the kids so that I have an hour of peace and quiet to set my intention for the day and to have my coffee in peace. And um, one of the exercises that we've done in the mastermind that I'm a part of is to um, write a letter to our future self that anchors in our vision for where we want to see ourselves in the future. So I'm going to start reading that every day so that I'm reminding myself of what I'm trying to achieve. And the last one is creating boundaries around my time on social media because hands up if you get sucked in and um, get caught up in the scroll for hours and hours and hours. It is so easy to do. So they're the things that I am going to be trying to do to pull myself out of this funk that I'm in from my so-called failures of the month of June. And hopefully maybe there's a suggestion in there or two for you that you might be able to use as well. Because even though we know we hear it all the time that we need to make time for ourselves and it's so important for our, um, our minds and our well-being to actually take time out, there's also a certain amount of guilt that gets attached to taking time for ourselves, especially if we're a busy mum. So hopefully you can start scheduling in a little bit of time each day to go and do one of those things for yourself or whatever it is that makes you happy so that you can show up better in your life. So we covered off on quite a few things in today's episode. So I'm just going to do a little bit of a recap. Um, So I shared, obviously shared my story about what's going on in my business and life right now. And yes, things aren't happening as quickly as I would like them to. But I also have faith that my success is guaranteed. And it's not a matter of if I achieve my goals, but when. So unfortunately for me, patience is not my strong point. So sometimes it can be difficult to sit with this. But I am learning to trust that it's all going to happen when it's meant to happen. So to recap the learnings from my talk about failure. One, there's no such thing as failure, only lessons. Two, sit with the uncomfortable feelings for a while instead of pushing them away straight away. Three, reflect on what you have learned and what you would like to improve on for next time. Four, it's okay to be to not be moving as fast or hustling hard all of the time. It's okay to have downtime. And five, do something that makes you feel happy. And remember, it's okay to take time out for yourself. So that was a little uncomfortable to talk about. But I hope that if you're out there and thinking some of these things as well, that I've helped you to see the next step that you need to take to move forward again. Um, And hopefully if you're feeling in a bit of a funk, there's a couple of ideas in there that might help you to um, start to find the fun again, because business is meant to be fun and life is meant to be fun. So find the fun out there and maybe embrace that inner child, which is something I don't do enough. And I'm sure a lot of you can also relate. But if you are feeling stuck and you actually aren't sure what you should be doing next, um, you're not sure about the money in your business or whether you're even making any money, um, you can always reach out and book in um, a totally free discovery call with me and we can bounce a few ideas around. Have a look at where you are now, what your goals are, maybe how we can get you there. But that's it from me. I've chatted enough this week. It was a bit of a longer solo episode, which is very unusual for me. But um, if you enjoyed, you know where to find. Um, Please subscribe. 
and I will see you all next week for another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, I would really appreciate it if you subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. And I will see you again next week for another episode.